Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Happy Friday the 13th everyone and not only is it Friday the 13th but it's a Friday the 13th in October. How rare is that? I got my nails done like a nice metallic-y black which I love very spooky and I am going to find something spooky and fun to do tonight. The thing I wanted to do is sold out and I'm mad that I didn't think about this in advance but it just hit me this morning how rare this is. A Friday the 13th before Halloween in October. I mean, I can't wait to celebrate. I'm going to have to get like a makeshift costume for tonight. Anyways, um, welcome. And I hope you guys are having a good start. Oh, I guess it's mid-October now. It just feels like time is flying by. And I just, I am in such a weird phase of life that, yeah, the time is just seeping seeping out of my fingertips and I'm really trying to figure out what my next steps are I'm really have I'm feeling a shift in my energy I'm feeling like okay I really want to make more money um and and figure out a plan to supplement my income and and also supplement my motivation like I was kind of talking to you guys about last week um, I did, I had a busy day yesterday and I taught another corporate yoga class at my friend's office and I'm doing another one in a couple weeks and that is something I'm definitely excited to start doing more of. So I'm going to start putting together like a Calendly link to be booked for corporate wellness yoga and just holistic health and wellness. So a little bit of life coaching, a little bit of spirituality, a little bit of yoga and physical well-being and package it up nice and pretty. I think I've told you guys this before, but it's a nice way for me to feel like part of that hustle bustle city life without like being in the frenetic headspace and actually helping doing the job to undo some of that frenetic um, tendencies and hectic life for the people who do work in those corporate city jobs. So, and who knows, maybe I'll go back to a corporate city job as long as it doesn't, you know, leave me no energy to put into all my other babies, my other little creative projects. So, okay, I feel like I'm rambling. So I'm going to try and keep this episode short and sweet today because they've been a little bit long recently, which is not a problem. In fact, I love it. Um, and it shows just how much better and happier I am at doing this, if that makes any sense. So it's all good, but I am going to try and, and keep this one a little bit shorter. So we're going to use the Crystal Tarot deck today because it's been a minute since I've used this one. And like I said, I'm feeling a shift in my energy. So I felt like it was time for a different deck. Okay. Universe, spirit, what, God, what do I need to hear? What is the message I need for the day? Ooh. <laughs> it's the Ten of Cups. It's the Ten of Cups. Look how pretty that card is if you're watching on YouTube. If not, it's Ten Cups overflowing with a beautiful aura and, and beautiful crystals in the cups. So let me read it. I know that that's a good card, but let's read it. 
It says, happiness and fulfillment are here or within easy reach. You are traveling the right path and nearing your goal. There is a strong focus on family and close friends. Your inner circle of people are important. They are creating a safe place for you. This is a time of harmony and understanding. A peaceful phase where everything is running smoothly. Angel Aura Quartz brings you nurture, harmony, love, and peace. A stable and satisfying sexually committed relationship is suggested. Ooh la la. The Ten of Cups can also represent a sudden revelation or answer, like seeing the light. This could lead to a new beginning. What did I say? Oh my god, my bra's peeking out. Sorry. What did I say about I'm feeling like a new beginning is on the horizon? And I'm really... I also feel like yesterday in particular, like, all of my best friends, like, reached out to me. And it was for different things. But, like, it was this weird moment where I was like, wow, like... I do, I, like, I was just so grateful, and I have to tell them all this, but it, this week in particular, like, I have best friends from different stages of life, and they all, like, randomly, and we don't talk every single day, and that is not what makes a great friendship, as I've talked about in episodes before, but it just made me feel so grateful that I really do have, like, a great circle of people who are super supportive of me. And sometimes when I worry about like bad things happening or me taking a leap of faith in whatever direction that means, like that I won't be able to support myself. But whenever I've done that in the past, I have had my circle and they have been supportive of me. And that makes me feel really confident in making hard decisions that I have no idea the certainty of, oh no, oh my gosh. Oh, sorry, I had to pause real quick to handle something. Um, just so you guys know, I am filming these episodes start to finish, usually without any breaks, but without editing. So, hence the pauses, the run-on sentences, and the awkward language sometimes. So anyways, back to what I was saying. I'm really lucky to have a support system that makes doing scary things that are aligned with me easier because I know that I have support when I don't feel like I can support myself. So I'm so grateful and I'm so excited for this new chapter because I really feel like it's coming and I'm ready for it. I'm really ready for it. I want to continue doing all the good work on myself that I've been doing, but I'm ready for change. I'm ready to have a stable, independent life and have energy and motivation outside of what I've been doing. So moving on, I would like to get into what I've been leading up to the last few weeks, which is weaknesses and inspired by my favorite book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I will be reading just a little portion just to help you, you know, get the context for where I got this idea from and hopefully inspire you to do something similar. So let's see, where do I want to start? Okay. When you dare to get out, out of your circle of comfort and explore the unknown, you start to liberate your true human potential. This is the first step towards self-mastery and master over every other circumstance in your life. When you push beyond your limits, just as you did in this little dem demonstration, you unlock mental and physical reserves that you never thought you had. You practice the art of Kaizen by pushing yourself daily. Work hard to improve your mind and body. Nourish your spirit. Do the things you fear. Be the person you dream of being. 
Identify the things that are holding you back. Are you scared of speaking or do you have trouble in your relationships? Do you lack a positive attitude or do you need more energy? Make a written inventory of your weaknesses. Satisfied people are more thoughtful than others. Take the time to reflect on what it is that might be keeping you from the life you really want and know deep down you can have. Once you have identified what your weaknesses are, the next step is to face them head on and attack your fears. If you fear public speaking, sign up to give 20 speeches. If you fear starting a new business or getting out of a dissatisfying relationship, muster up every ounce of your inner resolve and do it. This might be the first taste of real freedom that you have experienced in years. Fear is nothing more than a mental monster you have created, a negative stream of consciousness. Every time they have prevented you from taking some action, you have added fuel to their fire. But when you conquer your fears, you conquer your life. I mean, that's pretty inspiring, if you ask me. So I decided to be vulnerable, and that's conquering... I'm, I'm constantly trying to conquer that fear. Um, I'm going to read you a list of five of my, what I perceive as my biggest weaknesses that I, I'm going to try to find some kind of activity or challenge to tackle them head on. I'm not sure I, I'm going to get to all of them ASAP, but I like to start. So my first one and some of them are kind of like general and vague my first one is like insecurity lack of confidence so what can i do to face that head on i feel like i am kind of doing that even by having this podcast but i could be better at it and i definitely think stop to stop worrying about what other people validate on social media and just post what i want and not care who has negative things to say. Again, fear is a construct of the mind and, and fear of, which is, this is on the list too. So I guess I'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, lack, insecurity and lack of confidence that shows up the most when I have to do, when I have to perform or feel vulnerable being seen. So yeah, posting more on social media and not giving a shit like really just being confident and knowing that I'm doing the right thing for myself. Uh, is that concrete enough to tackle head on? I don't know. We'll come back to it. Number two, sticking to new and good habits, discipline, routine every day. Yes. Yes. I have been a lot better at that recently than I ever have been because a lot of the things that I was doing before just like weren't right for me. And now I'm finally figuring out what those things are that are right for me to have that healthy everyday routine that works for me. So there are some things that I can do to tackle that head on. How can I tackle an everyday disciplined routine head on? Another thing the book talked about, and I think this kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm trying to figure out, is the best people, not the, the best people, but the best people who have made the most change in their lives and, and been the most satisfied. They, at the end of every day, they reflect thoroughly on their day, what they did well, what they didn't do well, and what they wish they did and they did better. And 
in doing that, they can really address, okay, here's what I did wrong head on so that they can change it and actually know every single day, where did I put my energy that was really useful to me and where did I waste my energy and how can I get better at doing that the next time? Okay, sorry, that was the last interruption, I promise. But yeah, it's really great to reflect at the end of your day so that you don't miss the little things that you could be addressing in the moment and head on. And you can really bit by bit, like piece it down to make like genuine improvements in your life. So that's a great way to do that. Maybe that's a good way for me to tackle. Maybe I'll start reflecting every night on how I'm spending my energy and how I could be more disciplined. So that's a good task. I'll try it at least for like two or three weeks. There's, they also talk about, and there's multiple studies that have shown this. And I've also read things that say like, you don't need to have this concrete. Oh my God, my laptop keeps dimming probably because of the sunlight. Um, but there's things that say like, you don't need to wait 32 days or whatever to form a new habit, like just just start working at it and you'll you'll get there at whatever pace it works for you so but I, I do think it's good for me to have like a goal and a timeline because there's a famous quote I'm actually it's around here somewhere I have it but it says like a goal without a timeline is just a dream so put a timeline on that goal baby all right then here we're getting into the nitty-gritty fear of abandonment anxious attachment style and fear of rejection, failure, judgment. Is that just one weakness? I'm not so sure, but we're making it one. You're welcome for all the bonus ones. <laughs> yeah, so, hmm. Oh my God, and I saw this on Instagram and it broke me because this is so spot on to me. It said, you still have a fear of abandonment because you continuously abandon yourself trying to prove to others that you're worth not abandoning. Oh my God. Let's talk about that for a second because that's so true and so sad. I really like, you didn't have to do me like that. My God. But yeah, I feel that I do that for sure. For sure. And I, it's, it's a lot of it's subconscious, but I feel like I'm becoming more and more conscious about it. So how do I tackle that? It's simple. Honestly, it's very interesting because when I'm saying these things out loud, all of these things can truly be addressed head on at the end of the day, reflecting on my day. Am I, and, and I do think the confidence and insecurity one is a little bit different and it's just more of like, like doing things that are scary and putting myself out there and just continuously proving to myself that I can do it that way. But I think a lot of these fears, um, especially of a abandonment and feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling like I can't formulate this discipline, they can all kind of come back to, am I prioritizing what I need to be prioritizing? And am I leaning into the discomfort and the fear that I need to, to grow? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And am I prioritizing my own journey and my own alignment over what other people think I should be prioritizing? And that's so hard. That's the hardest one. And that's something, again, like 
you don't have to look at it so big picture like take it one day at a time like at the end of the day did i prioritize myself did i abandon myself to go to some birthday party that i really didn't want to go to or and like waste energy and time for people who didn't deserve it like that's a good way to do it do i spend money on things that i really didn't need or that really didn't aid my long-term goals so that's a big one and then the anxious the anxiousness is something again i think just takes time to reflect and heal and thought swap when i have those anxious thoughts really taking it on myself to replace those thoughts with better thoughts and little by little the more you do that the more you you will rewire that neural pathway in your brain to not have that repetitive pattern of anxious thoughts so i feel like i'm jumping around a little bit um the next one is like a little bit of a disorganization vibe messy disorganized vibe so that's something i would like to tackle um, and I listened to something a long time ago. It was like a podcast or an audiobook that talked about when there's something that we want to change in our life, if it's something that we feel could improve our lives, like maybe there are certain weaknesses that we don't need to address that are, we're okay having these areas that we're not great at because we don't feel that we need to change them. That's fine too, but if there's something deep down inside of you that's saying like, this is something I probably need to address and like it's been hard, I've been like defensive or neglectful to address it thus far, but deep down I do think there are some benefits in working on this weakness. That takes wisdom and strength to admit and do. So I want to work on being more organized, and I have been, and I'm starting digitally and physically i i've i've said this um before that i i have like a a check mark on my day when i organize i just organize something for 20 minutes or however long whether it's the storage on my phone which is taking quite some time i have an app that is helping me clear out my photos app because oh my gosh my photos album on my phone is like disgustingly convolutedly that's not the right word, but it's super disorganized and too many pictures. So I'm trying to get rid of, there's a nice um, app that has a, a very easy user base for me to kind of comb through and delete stuff. So I'm doing that. I'm also gonna do that with all my notes. I'm trying to get better and trying to work more on having a goal and a timeline for my book. I really wanna start working on it more. So I wanna start organizing the, the first step is really organizing my notes that are all over the place. There are some on my laptop, there are some in my notes app, there are some written down in notebooks. So I'm gonna try and like collect all those thoughts together and put them in their right spots and really start organizing that. And then obviously just like every day trying to keep a better organization and not letting things get out of hand messy, but like not leaving like clothes on the floor and just putting them in the hamper or putting them away in the moment or at least at the end of the day so that's something i'm working on that's that's a way for me to fix that and the fifth one people pleasing and inability to say no to things that is the same thing as i guess abandoning myself so a lot of these things do go hand in hand 
Um, and yeah, like the fear of rejection and failure and judgment that is, that can be hopefully addressed by putting myself out there and not, and also like doing the work within myself to know that other people's opinions don't have anything to do with me. And that's something else that I think isn't always understood correctly. Like when people say, and I want to write about this, so I won't go too far into it right now, but when people say like, oh, other people's opinions have nothing to do with you, I think that that neglects like sometimes they do have something to do with you and it's something that you can learn about yourself, but it's not your job to like think that what they're saying is truth objectively. It's your job to interpret what what they are saying means to you. Are you being defensive about their criticism? Um, then that is something about you. So it, it is kind of your business. But when it's strangers on the internet, like criticizing something they have no idea anything about, that's none of my business. You know, that's none of my business. They're dealing with shit, they're projecting it onto me. And a lot of the times that will happen. You just have to know within yourself, okay, is what I'm doing really true to me and I feel good about it? Okay, then then it's none of my business what they have to say. But if I don't feel fully good about what I'm doing and someone criticizes me, then, and I get defensive about it, that does say, okay, what do I need to address here? Maybe I, I need to take this criticism seriously. Okay, so that was vulnerable. And I'm glad that we got through it. The next book that I'm reading, and I, I am not going to be finished probably by next week. Hopefully I will, but I'll talk more about it next week, is The Power of Bad. And I actually like looked up this book before I went and bought it. And it's basically, it's how the negative, how the negativity effect rules us and how we can rule it. And I'm very fascinated by this because it's such an epidemic in our world today. So it's something I would love to perpetuate and help fix in myself and in other people. So yeah, I'll get more into it next week. For now, yeah, book of the week, I guess, is The Power of Bad, but I will be talking more about it next week or the week after and I have some exciting guests that I'm going to be interviewing that I really can't wait for you guys to see so yeah new chapter new phase very excited sorry for a little bit of that scattered energy seeping through today got a, a couple breaks but happy Friday the 13th I hope you all have a spooky evening and I'll talk to you next week Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.